Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah. What'd you say about a hangover? Yeah. Was I mine did. not loud enough? Uh, no, it's fine. All right. It's fine. Um, I love that sound. Because it is. It's Friday. It's Friday at 5 o'clock. Yeah. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Somewhere is here. And the 5 o'clock pop is brought to you by Farmers Brewing Company. Whatever time it is and wherever you are, join us as we get ready for not just any weekend. Oh, no. But all-star weekend. You better be careful. <laughs> uh, we'll be sipping on their unfiltered wheat ale. It's called 530, which maybe we should say it again in 28 minutes. It's late hop to produce a slight citrus floral aroma. And flavor, go grab a six-pack from Farmer's Brewing at your nearest grocery store and enjoy the game with us and the beer right here on 95.7 The Game. 5.30, huh? All right. We're getting close to that. I can do 5.30. I can do 5.30. All-Star Weekend. Are you going to watch the game or is that? Probably not the game. I couldn't care less. I'm sorry. I'm just being real here. I'm going to watch the Steph thing. For sure. That'll be fun. I'll watch some, uh, yeah, I'll watch pieces around it. And, and I say that full well knowing that, you know, background noise game, sure. Isn't it, on, what, what time is it on, on Sunday? Super question, because you're on the air, right, on right. Sunday? Right, so actually, I, I take that back. I probably will have it on without sound in the background um, coming up on uh, on Sunday. By the way, no more Kyle Rudolph. No more, uh, no more Kyle Rudolph on that show. Like he's still with us, though. Yes, Kyle okay. Rudolph didn't die. Oh, he did. <laughs> Jeez, Mark, you can't do that. That's die. my bit. Five o'clock, Mark. Five o'clock. So that's exactly in a traditional West v East Perfect. format. I love it. And uh, these two teams, Mark. Yeah, you throw, can the, throw the records throw the out. Records out. Uh, they don't like each other. No, Kerry Rhodes and I will be hanging out this particular weekend only. Okay. This is always that sort of like tweener time on Fox Sports Radio where they start figuring out, all right, now football season's over. Let's let's kind of reshuffle the decks a little bit. So we'll see what the permanent uh, sort of six-month permanent uh, co-host will be coming up here soon. But, uh, but yeah, Kerry Rhodes and I will hang out. And yeah. And we'll... Uh, We'll we'll uh, we'll carry cast the NBA All Star game. I like it. Uh, what do you think the over under is, Mark, for that game? Mm, the over under is probably, let's say, um, I'll give you plus or minus four points in either direction. Wow, generous. Well, it's a Friday. Three fifty two and a half. Uh, the correct answer is three sixty four. Okay, that's and a hook wasn't like an awful answer. Eh, I didn't yeah. say it was awful. Yeah, if yeah. I would have done that, I would have gotten three Look buzzers. Well, awful. you deserved it. Yeah, you deserve that. Three sixty four. You've earned that. And a hook. Uh, last year, the total. Well, I guess the last time they did East versus West was uh, three seventy four. Oh wow! Back in twenty seventeen, one ninety two, one eighty two. Somebody gonna score a nail biter. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Two honey oh, might be on the board. <laughs> Telling you guys right now, yeah. uh, it's going to be on on the hot seat. This is what people are going to be talking about on Monday. On the hot seat, normal hardwood courts for the NBA. The big story come Monday, just a little prediction from me, the first ever LED court. It already is making headway headlines here tonight for the celebrity game, and you're going to start to see it. Moving forward, you're going to see it tomorrow night. You're going to see it Sunday. I don't know if you guys have seen pictures or video of it. The court itself lights up. They do all sorts of cool designs on the court. Just look out. Don't tell us what we're going to be talking about on Monday, because either way, you'll be wrong.
Eh. We're not going to be here. So You'll be talking about uh, it on your group chats and your WhatsApps. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Grandy, right? Grandy, Monday, right? Yeah, with Kruger. With Kruger. Yeah. Gosh, that guy will take any gig. Uh, let's go to uh, Jason in Concord. Hello, Jason. No take on the LED court? Uh, I, I, I got to see it. I got to, like, I don't know, right? right? Well, a real Never. producer would have put it on in here, but I had to go up there and... Uh, I'm going to put, put it, it on, on myself, there. yeah. Yeah, so the court, right? Remember when we were doing the in-season tournament? It was like, oh, the courts, the courts, the courts. Okay. I mean, These ones change every second, though. Uh, very exciting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll <see>. You won't. <laughs> you won't. Um, Jason, will. hello, Jason. What are you doing? Hey, not much. I'm just uh, I'm sitting here laughing at all you 49er fans crying. I love it. Jason, who do, you, who, do you, who do you root for? I'm a Niner fan, but I'm not a little crybaby. Man, Jesus Christ. Who, who's crying? We made, it all, we made it all the way. Huh? Who's crying? Everybody. Oh, my God. Are you being serious? Huh? No, I mean, like, you got you to define, define what you're saying. What I, what's, what's bugging you? I, I'm defining the people that are calling in. Uh, I can't. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. I don't know what's going on. I just love it. You got everybody, 49er fans <laughs> are garbage. All right, let's take it easy. That's a weird thing, Jason. Jason. Called himself garbage. Yeah, thanks. Oh, all you Niner fans, who do you root for? The Niners. Let's go to Uh, Jason. Half in the bag. (laughs) When what? Um, You know what? One thing I've learned in life. Yep. Don't tell other people how to grieve. Right. Don't. And I know that I, I, you know, Jason somewhere's driving. Like we're not grieving. It's a football game. Fine. That's you. Yeah. That's you. I'm not gonna tell anybody to not like. This was a, this was a bummer. This was a right. bummer. A sports bummer. Yeah, nobody's losing. Well, you I don't want to say I mean, nobody. Well, this is not, not you losing getting evicted sleep. from your house yeah. or, you know, your like the check cleared today. Your car got totaled while you were asleep because, or somebody crashed their vehicle into your house. Even or, that. Those are like those are things. Those are those are material. Those are things. things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You save, didn't save save your tears for relationships and hardships and whatever you didn't uh, like, you know partially tear your iliotibial band doing the splits mm-hmm. this is not that why do you even know what that is what is it with you what, because i know a guy what happened in your life that caused you to sit down and study every little body part and what it does i've been in this business now for more than 25 years which has nothing to do with body parts it has almost everything to do with how i know about certain body parts and when you play basketball and you see somebody who has a certain brace on yeah and you ask them why do you have that and they say it's for my it band you go oh What's the IT band? And you learn it's about the iliotibial band that runs along the side of your leg. Right, but other human beings that I know just call that the IT band. Like, I didn't even know you were talking about the IT band because you called it the uh, iliotibial. It's what it is. Yeah, but nobody knows that. Like, why do you know that? That's why I'm here to educate people. But but nobody wants to know that information. Well, people (laughs) get to know that when they listen to the Dibber, third person, because I'm here to edumacate. Such a Cliff Clavin. I'm really interested in a lot of different things. No, and actually, I'm jealous of that sometimes. I really am. I all I, I, I kind of wish I that I had one area of like pure expertise. I don't. I don't care how things work. Just work. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not big on the engineer as far as like, oh, my TV's broken. Let like, me jump behind the set and see if I can yeah, fix it. Like if I pop this computer open, okay? I can't help you. Now, I don't want you to help me, but are you curious how it all fits together and works? Not really. Okay, good. Not really. I'm like, yeah, I just like, when I push the letter K, does a K come up? Right. That's all I, just make it work. I am interested in the human body and its inner workings and how things, you know, work together, especially when it comes to sports injuries. And that's where I've learned a lot about the body is through sports, whether it's, you know, a UCL or an MCL or the PCL or the various other CLs, including the LCL, which doesn't get a lot of run, but it's a CL. It is. Don't sleep on it. What about the UPS? I haven't heard the UPS yet. Mine's broken. Yes. <laughs> it's so totally broken. My, my, what can Brown do for you? Torn. Turns out it's not torn. a lot. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff in San Jose. Hi, Jeff. What are you doing? Hey, how you guys doing? Hey. 
Great. That's awesome. So, uh, Chastity the other day was on the phone talking to a caller, and he was complaining about how Mahomes does such a good job of audibling at the line and changing protections, and that Purdy can't do that. And I thought to myself, he's comparing himself to Mahomes, that I actually got me wondering, how much do you think Purdy will improve next year with just one year under his belt? Because I feel like that guy is really smart, and we're going to see a high-trajectory improvement in him. What do you guys think? Um, I think that young players, uh, by definition, through reps, um, the uh, motto of the college where I went is learn by doing. And so, by definition, Brock Purdy was better this year than he was last year, and I think he'll be better than uh, than he was this year, next year, and, and all of that. However, there's two other pieces that I would add to the conversation you kind of brought up. I would love to see all of us get away from comparing people to Patrick Mahomes. I understand that's not possible. We always compare to the best. But in order to win a Super Bowl, you don't have to have Patrick Mahomes. You don't. Um, It's ideal, but no one else has him. There isn't another one out there. And Brock Purdy is already good enough. I saw everything I needed to see from Brock Purdy in the Super Bowl. That does not mean he had a perfect game or even a great game. But the only thing I was worried about seeing, I didn't see. And so when you look at a number of quarterbacks throughout the league, and you could probably count them, is Brock Purdy one of the seven, eight, nine, eh, who could win a Super Bowl? I believe so, yes. And I think he's already plenty good. He should be plenty good, and you hope that he gets better, and you hope that when they get in that spot again, that he's able to make the plays, that extra play, because you talked about it, Mark. When you lose in overtime, you don't need wide-sweeping changes or overhaul the entire structure and the whole system. Now, if it happens next year, if this year happens next year, you've got a whole host of other questions you need to ask because... Your quarterback will be in line for that extension, and the list of free agents next year is much more dramatic than it is this year. So this year hurts. Overtime, no doubt. Super Bowl, you were close, you didn't get it done, but it really kind of is, and I hate to steal from you, but Super Bowl or try again, it fits this year. Next year, if you have the same trajectory, the same year, it's not Super Bowl or try again because you got to pay your quarterback and you've got an older team with a bunch of guys who are going to be free agents. So next year, you need to come up with a new motto, bro. Ooh, you're going to hate this. Super Bowl or blow the whole damn thing up. It's always Super Bowl or try again. Of course, but not in terms of the roster. And I'm, I'm not trying to, to do radio 12 months ahead of time. But the list of free agents next year is such that you're not going to be able to bring everyone back and quote try again. Well, you're uh, just not. No, Mark. but you try. You, but you try again, and, and oh, of course, bringing in other people is part of trying, including again. a new quarterback. Well, except for no, because even the extension wouldn't. If you sign it, it wouldn't kick in yet in year one. Like, right. He's got two more cheap years. Two more full cheap years. Right. Right. You just sign the extension next year, and then it kicks in the year after that. Um, boy, it ended up in a funny middle ground with that, didn't it? What if this February was next February? What would you offer Brock? What would you pay him? You'd probably offer him something around, uh, I don't even, I mean, Kirk Cousins money? Cousins is more than $30 million a year, though, right? Cousins right now, well, and his is fully guaranteed, right? You know? Yeah. yeah so I'm thinking you would offer Brock. Cousins is on a one-year 35. 35. I think you'd be looking to give Brock something around 30 or 35 with, you know, 70% of that guaranteed. That's usually what you look at. You give him five and 125 with uh, about 80 million guaranteed. You think he'd take it? I think he would. I think he would. And that's an interesting one because I was thinking earlier today about this very thing. Not that any athlete is going to just give up millions and millions of dollars, but. Brock Purdy strikes me as the kind of guy who might not go for every single last dollar based on 
what we've seen of him, his upbringing, his love of Jesus, the the very fact that he's gone from Mr. Irrelevant to now being <sighs> Mr. Highly Relevant. I'm not saying he's going to play for, you know what, guys, just pay me 800 grand going forward because I want to win. No. I do think that he might be more open to taking less than what he could absolutely milk them for. We'll see. I mean, you're going to have. It's going to be uh, interesting to see. You're going to have 17 games plus playoffs more information to get about Brock Purdy. I mean, uh, like, just because somebody is religious and a good family person, I don't think. That that means that you're just like so. Pay me whatever you think I'm worth. I mean, I honestly think it's funny how excited everyone is. Oh, we got a whole another year before we can talk extension with Brock Purdy. It would be better if the 49ers could do it now. Because let me ask you this: You think they're going to be good next year? Yeah, they'll you do. be good. Okay, so what if Brock Purdy wins another division and he wins another set of playoff games? Who knows? Maybe he ends up in another Super Bowl. And watch out: What if he wins it? Now, now what's that contract? I mean, it's way higher. I think you could reasonably put $25 million a year in front of him right now. And yeah, he might pen to paper. But I would bet against that being the case by next year. Sean Salisbury joined us yesterday. This question came up. There's very few guys in my mind that are worth. I wouldn't have paid Deshaun Watson what he got paid. No, no way. But I can tell you what, I'll, I trust Brock Purdy with the ball more in his hands in a pressure situation. He may not be as talented, but talent and quarterback are two different things. So for me, would I pay him $40 million a year for five years and guarantee 75% of it? Absolutely not. He's not worth $40 million yet. It's two years, but I'll tell you what, give me two more years or another year of this, and you got to say, listen, forget all the optics. We win with the guy, and we got a chance. So... If you're telling me should he make more than Baker Mayfield, the answer is absolutely. If you're telling me he <laughs> nice. should make more than Lamar Jackson, no, not yet. But on this, he's still got time for another big one. If you're telling me is he worth twenty-five to thirty million dollars, considering what he's done results-wise, you're damn right he is. Yeah, I mean, right now the top ten, the top ten quarterbacks, the range goes from fifty-five million to forty-three. Tenth highest-paid QB in the league as of last year was Josh Allen. $43 million. Um, so the idea that Brock Purdy would walk in there and take maybe just more than half that, especially if he wins another division, has more playoff wins, who knows, maybe it goes into February again. I know that he needs to be blessed with health. That's for sure. And that's a very, very big question next year. But um, 49ers would be better off if they could do this now. As opposed to winning yeah, yet another year. But they can't. But they can't. As you know. So if this year happens again next year, what does that number look like? And, you know, you look at Daniel Jones, who got paid 40, right? He yep. got a two year for in 40 million per. Derek Carr got 37 and a half. And, you know, he's already done more in his career. And you could argue he's better than those two guys already. And where would he be with another, like you said, 20 games under his belt, 17 regular, three postseason, even if he does next year what he did this year, which was not quite good enough to win the bowl, but now he's got nine playoff games under his belt in just three years, and this team is still humming. And he finished fourth in the MVP race. Again, yeah. And what if he finishes top five again? And leads the league in yards per attempt and QB rating is... You're going to run out uh, out of ammo if you're the Niners. To be like, yeah, but, like, you know, you're young and not sure yet. Right, but it's <laughs> just what, what, uh, what Salisbury said in that soundbite, I think, is where a lot of people still are. It's like, right now, two years in, absolutely not. You need to see it again. But if you do see it again, well, now you've got yourself quite a conundrum because that salary cap, if you pay a guy $40 million, that's about... 20% of your cap. Yeah. Here's the funny thing. I think because Brock is so young and a seventh rounder and has a backpack, there's this concept in people's minds that the Niners have all the leverage and the power. It's like, oh my gosh, he's never made a dollar before, uh, except for those Toyota commercials. My gosh, is he eating? Is this guy doing top ramen? Does he have a roommate still? What's happening? And so the thought is the Niners can go in there, well, he's not worth $40 million yet. So, hey, we little Brock, let's, we're going to tap you on the head there. We'll give you 26, buddy. 
And he's like, but but we've won the division every year. And we've won playoff games every year. And we went to a Super Bowl, maybe two. Who knows? Maybe we won one of them. And I'm finished top five in the MVP race two years in a row. So, hey, 49ers, what exactly are you going to do if I say no? The Niners don't have all the leverage. I would argue the QB always have the leverage. What the heck is the fan base going to do? How are you going to feel if the 49ers are like, yeah, we're going to replace him in the draft? (laughs) With the number 31 pick. What? Yeah. No. No. So Brock's going to be able to swagger into that room with one more good year. Swagger into that room. For sure. For sure. And again, it doesn't kick in for an additional year. So the real financial stranglehold doesn't begin for two more seasons where Brock gets through his fourth year if he continues to play well. If he regresses or they regress next year, then you do have a little bit more leverage as the 49ers. If you wind up going 10-7 and and you miss the playoffs due to injury or just maybe Brock comes back to earth a little bit and your team just doesn't win the close games, whatever happens, leverage can change in a heartbeat. In this conversation, no doubt about that. Yeah, another another full year of information uh, is uh, is incoming. Let's go to Therm, the Funky Worm, East Palo Alto. Give it to us, Therm. So, man, uh, the Forty ers lost this game on, uh, of course, uh, busted plays on offense and the defense. Their defense is tired, but I was so sick and tired of the refs just like. The no calls, like clear holdings, we right there to Mahomes, and then they don't even call it. It was bear hugs, uh, chop blocks, and everything. That's why we lost it because we was playing with playing against the Swifties, the Chiefs, and the refs. And my my um my stepson called it. He was like, "Oh, y'all gonna lose because y'all playing with the Taylor Swifties." And as the game unfolded, I was like, that is right. That's how we lost it. Mm, damn. So we end up we end up firing Steve Wilcox, but he was in the wrong defense at that time when um you know, coach called he was like, Timeout don't ever get in that place no more. And then all of a sudden, uh Mahomes running for like one yard. I was like, Get Mahomes, get Mahomes. That never happened. He was running he was Running reckless, and um, I ain't mad. You know what I'm saying? I lost two hundred bucks on the game, but you know, hey, life goes on. I seen I seen Niner fans crying and stuff. I was like, come on, pick your head up. There's, there's always next year. They was like, it ain't gonna be no next year. So I was just <laughs> like, after that, I was like, oh my god. So, uh, you got to you know, keep you got to keep your head up, but uh, th- Therm, shout out Tupac. Yeah, th- uh, Therm, go. To be able to make it. No, tell Dibs how you feel about refs. Man, hey man, the refs, the refs called a bad game. It was at least four to five holding calls that yeah. they didn't call that was clear holding, Facts. and that would have sent them back. Or you know, saying put them in third and long. Not to say that Kansas City wouldn't have got it, but that would have sent them back. And that could have gave us more opportunities, but the the, the whistles wasn't blowing. Yeah, and, um, like like you said, you know, Bosa said they always be holding. They was holding. Yeah, yeah. Third so, thing. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, third. Yeah, maybe a more aggressive coach would have yeah. gotten in the referee's ear instead Rest. of just burying his face in the Rest. laminated play sheet and rolling over. Take up for your guy, Shanahan. That's on Kyle Shanahan, Mark, for not getting in the ref's <laughs> ear. And instead, he's, you know, all easy breezy at the Monday press avail talking about this and that. He should have been all over them to get a call. You might as well parade around high schools with like the, the like a long book and be like, everybody needs to read more. Like you're never going to win this battle. I in, don't need to win in, it in your entire I just, life. I hear callers, and I'm not saying this about Therm, friend of the program, but when you go to blame the refs, 99 times out of uh, 100, it's a loser mentality. I, I don't. I don't disagree. It's don't Loserville. Disagree. It's just funny to me. I think it's hilarious that, that one, people. One, on five days later, we're going to start blaming the refs. Of course. 
It's course. a sporting event. I think it's funny that you have made it your life's work to to, Not to my life's work to elevate the way people look at referees. You might, I mean, you might as well go to Taste of the Town with airplane food and be like, no, it's really good. Trust me. Some airplane food is really good. In first class. Yeah. And coach, depending on the airline. No. Depending on the airline. <laughs> coach. Coach. No. You've tasted it all. <laughs> it just, when we, when we blame the refs, a lot of times it's because either we don't know what else to look at or... We don't know the rules, and so we just blame the refs. It's like we're going to blame the traffic cop. We're going to blame the meter maid or meter matron for giving us a ticket when we didn't put the coins in or we didn't bother to look at the parking regulations that were posted, and now it's their fault for enforcing the rules? Come on, people. Yeah, but who made those rules? The government. Yeah. Yeah. The man tried to bring me down. Charging for parking to me is a, just a weird concept. So is valet. Well, well, okay, just draw. Here, here's my concept. Okay, people who are going to go out on the town, they're going to come into our business and they're going to spend money. But before they do that, we're going to have them pull up and let somebody else drive their car. And you have to pay them to do it. Right. What the hell are you? I can park my car. Then do it. Okay. But you Not every place. You can't. Yeah. Some places it's mandatory yeah. valet. It's just funny. Anyway. You're you're advocating just anarchy. Just park your car wherever you want. Oh, yes. Anarchy. Like anarchy. A, Montessori it, parking. Every, every mall is anarchy because we park our own cars. Park. It's not anarchy. Park wherever it makes you feel good, everybody. <laughs> That's where you can park. There are rules, Mark. The, the, the one that gets me is when I get a ticket because I'm eight more than 18 inches away from the curb. There are rules, Dibs. Well, it's a bad beat. No, you should it's follow a bad them. beat. You should follow I try to follow them. Yeah. Got your stripes on. There are rules That's that 19 I 19 inches, and we're going the other way. I have uh, a situation in my town where if you have a juniper bush or tree... <laughs> And it's within 10 feet of the street. I think we had one of those as a kid. You have to have it removed. Oh. Because it turns out that the juniper, when it burns, the flames shoot out two and a half times its width into the street. So the fire department wants to make sure that they have a clean fire lane in case of an inferno. So they come to my house recently and they look at my, my juniper bush and the fireman goes, you know what? I think that one might be 10 feet from the street. I said, I don't think so. Pulls out the tape measure, nine feet, seven inches. That bush has got to go. How many minutes has it been since I brought up Cliff Clavin? How many minutes has it been? About 20 minutes. Are you snoring at my story, Lucas? How do you know this stuff? Because the fire marshal told me. What are you thinking? We're sitting here talking about parking and your brain goes to juniper bushes? Regulations, Mark. You know what that is? <laughs> it's a regulation sensation. Thank you. Do you want us to go to Jose or not, Lucas? I do. Well, then why don't, you, why don't you follow through and complete the gig? I mean, have you guys seen what's going on in the Celebrity All-Star game right Not now? Not interested. There's flames falling, following three of the guys who won the halftime shootout contest they did. It's like NBA It's like NBA Jam. Do you have Nickelodeon at your house? Because you, you, are, you, you are screaming right now like a guy who would love for slime to come out of the sky yeah. when someone scores a touchdown. Please. Also, this right. is like real basketball. It's happening. Not it's really. Yeah, yeah, Puka Nakua against C.J. Stroud. Micah Parsons got some game. He's on fire right now. Is Puka Nakua out there? Oh, my God, he is big. And he had a big Is that him? Brother. Is that him, number eight? He's wearing a white headband. Bro. No, that's some... not him. It's He's not? in the white team. Oh, That okay. is an Olympic high jumper. If somebody gets hurt in this game. Dude, C.J. Stroud's out there. Micah Parsons, C.J. Stroud. Oh, my. Get, like, Three NFL players. Robert Edwards vibes all Dude, over the place. Dude, why would you do that? Because why would they do that? That was at least a, For fun. a football game. I, If I'm Houston Texans ownership, I'm like, you're not going out. Are you crazy? You're playing some cockamamie basketball game with flames on the court? Freaking McCole Hardman's out there, too, by the way. Oh, I haven't no, seen him on the court yet. Uh, Chiefs don't matter. You know what he's wearing on the back of his uniform? What does it say? Mr. Walkoff. Oh, God. Uh-huh. He didn't even know. Public enemy number one. He didn't one even know he walked exactly. it off. Exactly. He's Good a, point. He's there a, goes Puka. He's a jet. No play-by-play, Grandy. Uh, yeah, exactly. You're arrested. <laughs> Let's go to Jose in Oakland. Hi, Jose. What are you doing? Uh, commuting home. I changed jobs. It's a different commute now. Oh, 
Is it been good uh, or bad? Uh, it's actually better. Shorter commute, saving on gas, less time driving. Love it. Listen, uh, quickly, uh, okay, I'm going to get to my point uh, regarding the new uh, defensive coordinator, but quickly, you guys were talking about Brock Purdy, and uh, what if he, next year he balls out and uh, he wins, wins another division at the Super Bowl? And it kind of made me laugh. I, I could just picture Brock high-stepping into that office, uh, like Dio Sanders style, one hand behind his his head, just knowing that he's going to get a ton of money. They need to do something before that happens, okay? Um, they can't, now, Jose. Defensive coordinator. They can't. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no, no. Like, see if they can negotiate something. They're, they're they're literally disallowed from discussing contract uh, contractual issues with with Brock Purdy until after next season. Jeez, either way, they're they're uh, they're they're going to be hot water either way. Either they're going to have to get a new quarterback if he doesn't work out, and if he works out, they're going to get fleeced. Now, with but, regards to the defensive coordinator. Belichick, I don't think that he would come over here because I think he's probably trying to take a break from coaching. And if he comes back, he would be as a head coach. Who do who is out there that plays uh, defensive uh, the same defensive scheme as uh, Steve Spagnuolo? I mean that that defense for the Chiefs. Let's say things as they are. That, you know that defense reminded me of the defense of uh, the Legion of Boom. They they play pretty much the same style, and I think that we should try to imitate that same style and try to be. Draft the players uh, that you know would be adequate for that kind of style. I don't know, Jose. Like they've got the players. You don't want you don't want to start reworking players. They've got my gosh, right? Bosa and Armstead and Hargrave and Greenlaw and and uh, and and Warner and and Mooney Ward and not like you know what I mean. Like I think that they love the system that they have for those players, and that's you know trying to adjust it this year is what what made it a, a, a little bit more shaky. Yeah, but think about it. Okay, they keep say, they keep talking about maybe going uh, uh, inside house. If they have somebody inside house, they can actually coach that style. Why didn't they hire that person last year? I don't think they have that person. In fact, Tim Kawakami echoed that earlier today on the show, saying like the 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 leadership style, someone being qualified, ready to go in house, just wasn't there. All that said, though, Jose, I've got a, a much bigger question for you if you're ready. Uh-huh. All right, if you were Brock Purdy and you had another good season next year and then you walked in to the 49ers front office and they said, we'd like to offer you $20 million per year, what would you say? <laughs> That's enough for me, Doug. Yeah! There you go, Jose. That's what I'm talking about. Jose, Jose got the setup this time. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's, he's locked in. Shorter commute. Preparation sensation. That's you, a buck. Yeah, you got to be. You got to be prepared. You yeah. got to show up ready to play, and Jose did. He did. You know, you, you can't expect a guy to be perfect, just like you don't expect Kyle Shanahan to be perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. He was broken. You give him a pass. Day. Yeah, he went the wrong way. He did. Yeah, this time he set him up bad. pretty well too. <laughs> it's a good setup. Listen, um, I don't know if I agree with what he said though at the beginning. Do you see this eventually? I know Brock Purdy's had a great start to his career, but Jose says, look, you're going to almost have to pick your poison. You've either got to let him go and and end up with a new quarterback, or you're going to get fleeced. In other words, the idea of giving Brock Purdy $40 million a year automatically means you're being fleeced. Is that like... Is that how we feel about this? Do you feel that way? Depends on how he continues to evolve and develop. And you look at all the quarterbacks who make that kind of money, and the return on investment isn't always there. When you look at the list of guys who are making Usually $40 million or more, and that's where it becomes difficult, especially when you look at your free agents. You've got Mooney Ward will be a free agent at the end of next year, and Eric Armstead, Dre Greenlaw, and Brandon Ayuk, if you don't re-sign him, obviously, I, I think that you will before that. You're going to be looking at a lot of tough decisions. If you give your quarterback $40 million, I know it doesn't kick in until the year after that, but you have to think long-term about who else you can pay if you give your quarterback that much. Top 10 paid quarterbacks in the game 2023. How many of them oh, boy. have won a Super Bowl with the team that is currently paying them? Of the top ten... Top ten paid quarterbacks on the board! 
Well, how many of them probably have won a Super Bowl with the team that, currently yeah. paying them? Probably, I would guess that would have to be two. Be Mahomes and Stafford. Matthew Stafford is not one of the top He's ten not. quarterbacks in the NFL. Well, then it would probably be one. That is because correct. the only quarterbacks currently playing who have won a Super Bowl. I know Flacco. He's well, not yeah, being currently not, paid. Not He's not top started, ten. But right. quarterbacks who are still playing yep, who yep. have won Super Bowls. Yep. It's uh, it's Stafford. It's Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I don't, and he's he is a top ten paid quarterback. But he's, he didn't win a Super Bowl with the not team, with the Broncos, right? And uh, you it's know Mahomes. the other one. Yeah, you know the other one. You Flacco, know the other one. Stafford. No. Keep going. Aaron Rodgers. There you go. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Is he's top ten? Absolutely. But he's he didn't 10. win a Super Bowl with the Jets. Not with the team currently paying him. Patrick Mahomes is the answer, and that's the only one. So again, well, oh God, you can't don't pay Brock Purdy. Well. Uh, like it, it's and that's a tough bar because only 34 quarterbacks have ever won a Super Bowl. Oh, well, but we don't use that bar when we're talking about Brock Purdy or Kyle Shanahan. You must win last game or you loser. But but yeah. but Lamar Jackson's not a loser. He's and, the MVP and, two and, times. And Josh Allen's not a loser. And Joe Burrow's not a loser. These are amazing people who Burrow's you want in your team. Burrow's been to a Super Bowl. And by the way, so is Brock Purdy. Right. I'm not I'm not arguing against these players. And I would take all of these players right now over Brock Purdy if you gave me an equal playing field. I would. I would. But you're right. It's really hard to win. And, and that's not the only reason to pay a player. Like, once a quarterback has shown you that they will produce at a high level, yeah, break him off. But can That's he produce, how you do it. Can he produce at a high level without that much talent around him? And that will be the biggest question I still going that, into next offseason. I think it's a, I, I think it is a mistake to think that just because Brock Purdy gets paid that now the 49ers don't get any other talent. It's Come not on. that you don't get any other talent. It means it's harder to keep all of that other talent that you have. I mean, did Jimmy have a good roster around him? It was pretty good. Okay. It wasn't this roster. He was top-paid quarterback in the game when they paid him. And you had Debo on a rookie deal. Right. You had Ayuk on a rookie oh, deal. You, you always got to go draft. You got to do did, a good you job. You had Bosa on a rookie deal. You got to go do a good job. Right, but these guys aren't going to be on rookie deals when Brock looks to get that you're Jimmy G paper. You got to go get some new rookies. And you got to nail some of them. And that means them. you're going to have to part ways with some of these veteran I mean, pieces. Some of this is going to take care of itself. Brock Purdy's going to get paid, and people are going to be like, but what about McCaffrey? His deal's up. What about Williams? Is he even playing? What about Kittle? I mean, is he still top of the league? Like, we're talking about two full years from now when this money kicks in, and there are just a truckload of questions about the other players that we're all worried about losing. They may not even be relevant anymore. It's true. It's true, but that's all part of the calculus of – where your team's going to be when you decide how much you want to pay your quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just telling you right now, like, let's start 12 months of prepping everybody. Yeah, the answer's yes. You pay him. You pay him and you feel good about it because that's what you do with your good quarterback, even the ones who a lot of us make fun of for always falling short. Dak Dak Prescott. Prescott, Kirk Cousins. Exactly, exactly. Justin Herbert. Like oh, yes, See, I don't think it's that cut you and dry. Pay those guys, you get to that spot at the end of next year, and maybe you look at a a Kirk Cousins or a Dak Prescott type, a guy who you can pay <sighs> the same amount of money for a shorter amount of time. But why would you want to do that? Because you're not fully or, 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 sold on giving Brock Purdy five years and eighty five million guaranteed. I mean, are, are we are we are we on the premise that the 49ers... Again, blessed with key health, have at least another, forget Super Bowl, but good season. Yeah, good season. Okay. You're going to get rid of your 25-year-old consistently performing quarterback so you can go get a 37-year-old on a short deal? You've already thought about doing that with Tom Brady on multiple occasions. That was A, was after a quarterback uh, on a much shakier ground, and this particular time where they looked into it, they didn't even know if his arm was going to be attached to his body when they right. played again. Right. I, I like if Tom Brady were still 37 and available this offseason, what do you think the Niners are doing? This offseason right off now, season, they're yes. kicking the tires. <laughs> Absolutely. 
they're always going to kick the tires. I'm keeping my I'm keeping my fourth in the MVP nine hundred thousand dollar QB. Yeah, you, you'll kick I the mean, tires I'm though. Go, I'm gonna go bring him in to maybe give him a little spark I and mean, some we're, competition. We're sitting here talking about too much financial, uh, you know, being too spread thin financially, and you're going to go rock forty mil for one year for Tom well, you're Brady. Kick the tires always. I'm a, you're always looking to get better in every position. <sighs> 37-year-old Tom Brady is the GOAT. Um, and when Aaron Rodgers is up next year with the Jets? For $50 million. We'll see. I would argue that $50 million of Aaron Rodgers versus 900000 of Brock Purdy is not even close which one's the better deal and which one's the higher production per dollar. It's not, I mean, it's not even close. Um, all right, we'll get some calls here next. Sponsored by Farmer's Dog. Uh, it's Willard and Dibs. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm not a little crybaby. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Are you going to pull through over there? Who, me? You cry, baby. Probably not. Probably not. I don't know, man. Uh, I, mean, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I think when, when people are talking about this stuff, they're at least partially tongue-in-cheek. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so depressed right. about the Niners. Right. Like, I mean... Not for real, right? Well, nobody called a therapist this week solely on account of Sunday, did you? Maybe. Really? I didn't see the video of any Niner fan punching the TV like we've seen. Oh, Cowboy I saw fan. one. No, I saw oh, you one. Saw yeah, one. Yeah, I there didn't was see one. It. There was one. There was one TV go bye bye. TV go bye bye. TV go bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, and maybe it's because I now live with a 17 month old, yeah, but really the that. game ended. And I was bummed, and you know she runs over. Subo, Subo, up, up, up. That's yeah, her th- when she yeah. wants to be picked up. She you said down, down, down. She goes up, 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 up. Yeah, yeah. So I go, okay. So now you want me to pick you up? All right. And then all the angst and the anger, it kind of goes away, and she like nose, eyes, ears. It's like all right, all right. Yeah, you're over it. I'm over it too. <laughs> you're like I'm gonna punch you in all of those <laughs> spots. <laughs> totally. Um, How about we start spankings? Okay, see here, earlier today, you kind of tossed aside that it was the lunatic fringe yeah. that wants something done about Kyle Shanahan. All right, Quinn in the city, what do you think? Hey, Quinn, thanks for calling. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. I just, I've been watching the 49ers years, and I can't, I, Kyle Shanahan, I think this is his last year. He doesn't learn. And when there was three minutes to go into the game, he's playing for the field goal, it looks like, and he's cracking under the pressure. His play calling was nothing like how it is during the regular season or during the playoffs. He's absolutely, like, 
he just looks like he freezes under pressure, and he's playing for the field goal, acting like a minute 47 seconds isn't enough time for Mahomes. And then on the other side, if they hire Brandon Staley, a man who's given up 63 points to the Raiders, um, I don't know if they want to be worse next year or if they want to actually contend, but that would be the worst idea for a defensive coordinator I've ever heard in my life. Quinn, how do you think Brandon Staley got a head coaching job in the league? Um, it, probably from uh, beating a couple bad teams, but you give up 63 <laughs> points. I, I mean, I don't really care how you got the job. I mean, you're you can't give up 63 points to Aiden O'Connell. You're pointing to one game, and, and you're pointing with a, a defense that's got a completely different roster and skill set than uh, than what the 49ers have. Quinn, I, I hear what you're saying, although I'd argue that, uh, um, I mean, Kyle Shanahan with – with under two minutes to go in the Super Bowl on third down, I mean they drop back to throw the ball. I, I like I don't, I don't know how, how could is you? how is that playing for a field goal? The ball got knocked down. Brock probably could have seen Brandon Ayuk earlier. He didn't. He missed him. That's not playing for a field goal. But Dibs, I told you it wasn't lunatic fringe. I give you Quinn in the city. Okay, this is it. It's the last year for Kyle Shanahan, and he uttered a phrase I keep hearing. He never learns. No. He never learns. And I like the comment that Lucas put up for the call. Kyle's on thin ice. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever been on thin ice, but it's a very unsettling feeling where any movement, that ice cracks, and now you're in ice water, Um, and now you're going to freeze. You can have that opinion that he should be, but let me tell you where Kyle is. He's on the rock of Gibraltar. I think that Quinn represents exactly what I'm talking about, and uh, that is the lunatic fringe. And I'm not calling you a lunatic, Quinn, and I'm not saying that you're on the fringe, but I'm saying that that call does not represent the majority of people. Maybe not the majority. I, don't I think, think it's the a majority. very small minority. I've played this game. I've coached this game. Have you ever played defense in this game? The Defensive Play of the Week is brought to you by East Bay Law Practice. When oh. you need the best defense, you need to call the Bay Area's top criminal defense attorney. That is none other than EastBayLawPractice.com today. Now, we know it is painful, but we're going back, back, back <sighs> to the Super Bowl. Come on. The Niners lead 10-3 to over the Kansas City Chiefs at halftime. But Patrick Mahomes, KC's got the ball out of the break because they won that stupid toss before the game. And as Mahomes dropped back, he throws, looking for Kelsey. Jair Brown's got something to say. Third and 12. Stepping up and lofts it. He is picked off. He overthrew a target. And Brown comes down with it. Jair Brown, the rookie from Penn State, with the interception. That, of course, is Jim Nance. And the call on Jair Brown's interception, which led to the 49ers. Three plays later. I love it. Punting. You lapsed into a little Kevin Harlan there, and it makes me smile. The Niners have got the football. They ran the ball. They passed the ball. It went nowhere. They're punting. (laughs) And the Kansas City Chiefs will get it right back. So great. Absolutely nothing happened. And it is still 10-3. to It's really, really good. And I wish that I didn't, like, prompt you to do that as much as I do. But I... I'm kind of lightweight addicted to your Kevin Harlan. It feels like I've been punched right between the eyes. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. The Niners have taken control of the game. The Niners are punting. <laughs> but not. Uh, the yeah. defensive play of the week yeah, was boy. brought to you by East Bay Law Practice. East Bay Law Practice knows how to go the distance for you by providing the defense you need to help reduce or eliminate your penalties. Visit EastBayLawPractice.com today. Uh, all right, Jay. He's taking a phone call. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Uh, Jay. Jay's in the backyard. Who's backyard, Jay? Are you committing a felony right now? I'm in Denise's backyard, boys. He's in the backyard. And I feel, and I feel that Kyle shouldn't go anywhere because he's the best coach going for the Niners. However, with that said, I feel... <laughs> That the Niners, Kyle and Lynch, I know 
really good. Wow, Jay Z even had a live studio audience <laughs> next to him. Did you hear yeah. that? He got a little laughter from uh, his wife or girlfriend or daughter, whoever's I'm committing a felony. <laughs> I'm burgling the neighbor. <laughs> I'm trying to do something different with my phone call than all the other calls. And good. I did. Very good. There it is. Count that. Um, never a bad idea to draft quarterbacks. Yeah. Jeff take, Driscoll. T- I mean, but take flyers on QBs. If, yeah. And, and I say flyers. Like, now well, well documented, but they liked him. Kyle went to battle for him. But so it was a flyer. It's a flyer, but at the same time, it's somebody that he had a fourth-round grade on who he's like, no, it's not just like, well, hey, we're sitting here, let's take a QB. No, right. like he liked him. But if he didn't turn out to be this player, it would have been a flyer. Like Jeff Driscoll well, but all, and C.J. Right. Beathard, those were flyers because they didn't work out. Um, sure, but at the same time, I mean, a- any seventh-rounder in theory uh, can be that. Yep. All right, man. Super Bowl post week comes to a close. Yeah. How do you feel about it? You doing all right? I'm doing okay. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm ready for on Tuesday? A uh, little baseball, little Warriors second half oh. look, and of course, more Fire Shanahan talk. They're not done. The Giants aren't done. Whatever. You want to do it again tomorrow? No. How about the day after that? I'm busy. How about the day after that? Normally, yes, but no. All right. Tuesday? I'm in, Mark. Okay. What's coming up with the game is brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. It is best of the game. A full hour of none other than Mark Grandy. Oh, my gosh. Someone with the same name. Hey, Mark. Oh, stop. Um, for Dibs, for Grandy, for Lucas, I'm Mark. Shoot your shot. It's all you got. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time: baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming "baseball isn't boring" from the mountaintops, or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.